Hey everybody, welcome back. Episode 17 of Not For Time. I'm Cameron and with me as always, hello Ryan. Hey everybody, <laughs> go Eagles. Go I Eagles. I cannot believe I'm happy for Lou, Tony, Leah, all those Eagles fans out there, but at the end of the day, ugh. That's just, I mean, I didn't know who to root for. Yeah, I was kind of on the fence. I love, I'm from Pennsylvania. I, li- I don't really like the Eagles, but I, I always root for the underdog. The, the problem with rooting for the Eagles, it's not like the Tonys and the Lou's and the Leah's that I have a problem with. Right. It's all those yahoos that live up in Philly and they're burning I was going to say, <laughs> Philly's burning to the ground people right in the face. Like, just all right, just know, enjoy the victory. football team. Relax. Yeah, exactly, exactly. They, you know. People take that stuff pretty serious. I mean, when you start like rioting in the streets when your team wins or loses, for that matter. Yeah. yeah. Good game, though. Highest scoring Super Bowl of all time, apparently. Yeah, yeah. It'll be interesting to see this Nick Nick Foles and Carson Wentz debate. He was on fire. uh, Performance of a lifetime last night. Um, Really good game. So, were you up late last night at all? I was. I was up late last night. Um, Up early this morning. Early this morning. You know, played uh, some squares. Played uh, some just you know prop bets. Okay. Uh, Made some money. Come out on top? Yeah, I think I walked out of the house with about 150 bucks. That's a good night. That's so, a good night. My son came out of the house with like 80 bucks. So there you go. He wants some money too. With that so your piggy bank, huh? It was, it was a good day for the Cage family. Not mm-hmm. as good. Uh, I think I think Shane and Floor were at the same spot we were at, and they walked out with like 350 bucks. So. That's a date yeah, night right there. Day. That's a date That's night. A well, so we, um, you know, talking about the community, talking about all those Eagles fans and talking about parties and all that, we decided to have a little bit of a party on Facebook. We, uh, we went to Facebook, turned the microphone on you, so to speak, right? The community page. Um, Ryan, you posted up there uh, last week. What was the question you had for everybody? Well, so last week, uh, you and I were debating back and forth, you know, what we were going to talk about this week. I know we're a lot of the stuff that we're geared on in the sense of February and March is going to be about the Open. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. It's a big thing in, in CrossFit and at PR Star. We take it pretty, uh, well, we take it seriously, but we, we throw a good show, right? You know, yeah, yeah. Nine yards. And so uh, I wanted to ask everybody, you know, kind of whatever questions they wanted to ask us, you know, about the Open, Open-related um what you and I were calling stump the coach, you know, stump the just coach, ask yeah. us whatever you want and we'll, we'll try to answer it the best of our abilities. I like it. Um, I, I could definitely, I think it's going to be a recurring thing probably. Yeah, right? absolutely. I mean, this is, this year would be my seventh open. Seventh I, unfortunately, open. I don't think I'm going to be able to partake. Um, but, uh, seven years doing the open and being around it. I, I think I'd like to, you know, know, I know a thing or two about what's yeah, absolutely. going on and how many, this is what your eighth. This will be my eighth open, yeah. yeah. So, been a while. That's We've been around the years block. of experience right there. You've got some knowledge you're listening to. Knowledge right? bombs. <laughs> that's it. We need to make that a sound effect. <laughs> so, yeah, every – no, not that one. No, that's, no, not that one? That one uh, has mixed reviews. I've heard a few things All right. about it. Well, we better get into this before people are like, what the – Where, where, go, where are they going about? with this? So we had nine relevant questions relevant and then questions. 27 oh, irrelevant questions from Travis. What's that? I don't want to hear your jokes today. No, I don't have any jokes. You talking to me? <laughs> so we've got some really good stuff uh, in regards to the Open. So we'll kick it off. Amanda was the first to jump in there. Um, she asks, it's a multi-part question, and I think it's a really good question. She asks, what's the most effective way to train during the weeks of the Open? Like when should we take rest days? How hard or heavy should we go during the weekday before Friday night lights? She's interested because... 
She wants to attack this and give 100% on Friday and still have some in the tank to retest on Sunday if need be. Yeah. It's a doozy, right? So, I mean, I can give you my two cents. Yeah, go right ahead. I'm curious on yours because I can tell you I do it a little differently than everybody else. So, let's pretend Monday we come in, we're going to do whatever the class wad is, okay? Um, And let's pretend we're – it's the first week of the Open, right? Right. So let's not say we're retesting on on Monday. Uh, so we come in. We're going to do the class wad on Monday. Uh, the one thing that I'm going to do on that class wad is probably give about eighty percent, right? I yeah. won't move. I'm not. I'm not going all out um, on Tuesday. I'm going to do the class wad. Once again, it's about an eighty percent effort. Um, and this is for people that are gearing and saying like, "Hey, I want to focus on the open. I want to give it everything I got." Right. Yeah. Um, and then on Wednesday, I'm coming in and I'm doing a light row or a light bike and that's it for Ryan. That's it. Yeah. Right. Thursday's a rest day. Friday, I'm hitting it hard. Right. Friday's the big day. Um, I do know that there's people out there. I know Holly, um, Tony, some other people enjoy, you know, they're going to not only hit the class wads, mm-hmm. but they're going to also add stuff. Uh, Some extra volume. And you know, that. extra yeah. volume. Right. Because so for supernovas or for competition team. Starting the first week of the Open, we do not program for five weeks, right? So the only thing that you get is class. It is the class one. I'm not adding lifts. I'm not adding gymnastics, anything that you're going to do. Really, at the end of the day, if everybody wants to think about it this way, where you're at now, you're just fine-tuning everything. You're there. It's it's, you got it or you don't. Right. Um, You know, know, you're fine-tuning your muscle up. You're fine-tuning your snatch. You're fine-tuning your engine a little bit. Yep. But you're there or you're not there, and it's not to be rude about it, but... <clears throat> it's just physiological. It's just, yeah, it's you're just not going to get fitter in the open. So right? what about you? How, do you? how do you take it? Yeah, I think you made a good point there. It's very important to remember that you are where you are right now. You're not going to get fitter. You, so don't, don't overload yourself with volume. Yeah, you? that fine-tune is the key word. Yeah, it's just staying proficient. So my, my week looks like this. Um, first of all, Monday, that's probably my... Monday and Tuesday, I go kind of hard, right? Monday and Tuesday, I'm doing the workout as prescribed. I'm pushing myself. I'm keeping the intensity up. Wednesday, I back it off a little bit. Maybe I don't hit those RX weights. Maybe I go a little slower, like you said, 80%. Um, Thursday, though, now I'm one of those that I feel best if I move the day before. I don't like coming off a rest day. So on Thursday, I'll do a movement session or I'll do um, 60 minutes on the bike, easy pace, and then I'll stretch afterwards, right? That's um, I always feel better going into a super heavy open workout. When I move the day before, um, I feel loose. I feel like more, I guess, more fit because I did something. It's just a, probably a placebo effect for me, but right. it really works. Um, and I try to go into Friday's workout with taking the option of a retest off the table. Let's say I, I just tell myself, hey, you only have one shot at this, and I save that retest for an absolute last resort. Yeah, absolute must. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. Um, I think last year was the first year I did not do any wad twice. No, it's, it, I lied. I did the snatch wad. The dumbbell snatch? Oh. No, no, not the dumbbell. The uh, heavy snatch wad. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, my judge, <clears throat> Chrissy Fulton, <laughs> uh, you know, she just she moved my bar at one point and all hell broke loose. So, you know, it's all good. No. Threw you out, right? I'm not trying to make her feel bad, but she should. He hasn't uh, forgot about it, Chrissy. <laughs> Never <No>. forget. <laughs> um, but no, and you know, and, and you know, we're sitting here and I'm, I'm listening to our answers. And you know, so Amanda, I can't sit there and say there's the most effective way. You need to find out the best way for Amanda, right? right. Or for anybody at that matter. So for Cameron, he works out really hard Monday and Tuesday. Uh, uh, what we would call probably an active recovery day on a Wednesday. 
or on Thursday, sorry, yeah. on a Thursday. Wednesday, Wednesday, I just Wednesday take he's still, you know, he's about 80%, and yeah. Friday he's going all out. For Ryan, it's 80% Monday, Tuesday, active recovery on Wednesday, and then Thursday it's a complete rest day. Yeah. For me, I would, I feel better coming off a of rest day. Yeah, right? yeah some so, people do, some people like that. Um, that's just how my body works. Right. And, you but, know, going into that, you're talking about when should we take rest days and how hard we should go and should we lift heavy. Let's be honest. When we're lifting heavy, going into the open, you should already know you're heavy, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, what you might not know is how to make jumps so you can start refining those tools during open gym. So, for instance, if you think there's going to be a snatch or you think there's going to be a clean and jerk, you can't always say, all right, my jumps are 95 115, 135, 155, 185, yeah. and so forth and so forth and so forth. You got to start planning. You need to out. make that jump to where you know, all right, I can hit one at 135 to warm up, but then do I need to go to like a 165 right. or 185? So, guys and gals, I'm just using me as an example. Um, so, Amanda, for you, or Shay, or Leah, or Ashley Brown, or whoever else is going to be doing the open, maybe it is an opening lift at 73 and then our next lifts at 93 or 103 right. something that you know that you're going to hit but it's going to be a moderately heavy weight absolutely to be able to know if you go into the open and there is a wad where you have chest to bars and then you have to start hitting heavy lifts you're able to hit that with the other movement yeah um, i think that's an important thing to know as you oh that it absolutely is i mean having and that kind of goes into, you know, there's there's a the whole working outside of things, and uh, then there's also the strategizing things. So kind of sitting down with pen and paper and in the gym, testing out your round times and everything, trying to find a pace that you can move comfortable at. I mean, that's kind of on the extreme end, but you should always go into it with some kind of rough idea because you don't want to be that guy that's three minutes into a 12-minute AMRAP and you can't breathe. You're done. You're like, hit, you hit your wall. So strategy's huge, right? Yeah, and, you know, also with lifts and heavy, you know, you need to – Sometimes push that envelope, especially trying right now to kind of refining those tools. You know, if you always know that you open at 65 pounds, yeah, go try to open at 75 pounds. They do allow fractional plates too in the right? open. Right? Yeah. Um, because at the end of the day, when you get to that last lift that's super heavy and you wasted energy at 65, <clears throat> right? it's going to come back and bite you in the ass. It it's is. It's just that, you know, that little bit of push, right? Um, so it's, it's good to, you know, I hope that's helpful. I hope that answers Amanda's question. I yeah. think I'm looking at our questions right now and Kelly is the next one, right? Um, where do you see Kelly at? I got, Kelly, I got right here. She says, what should someone like me new to CrossFit expect from the experience and expect of myself during the open workouts? Well, that is a great question. Um, yeah, so it depends on. You know, it's your first year, Kelly. Uh, we we went through the on ramp together. Gosh, that was maybe like three months ago, five, four months ago. Yeah, yeah, about four months ago. Okay, so you're gonna expect to be a little bit. The best way to put it is kind of uh, it's an overwhelming thing a little bit, but I I, I I'd say that in a positive way. Um, it's a good kind of stress, right? It's that stress on the body. It's like the loud noises, lots of people, lots of moving around. It's fun and and it, it's it's exciting. Um, also expect to probably have one of the hardest or some of the hardest workouts of your CrossFit career so far in the next five, in the five weeks of the open. Um, as far as that, I mean, this is where the CrossFit community aspect really shines. So expect to see people, expect to experience people high-fiving you, lifting you up, awesome job, amazing performance. Um, and just really taking note of, of your CrossFit journey to this point, right? Like, I think that's a huge part of this. Yeah, I mean, 
I, I 100% everything you just said. Uh, new to CrossFit and, and doing the Open, I think expecting the camaraderie that comes with it, the high fives like Cameron just said. Um, the one thing I think you do need to expect and, and also take an experience from or be ready to experience in the Open, um, being making sure that you're being careful. Obviously, you're yes. going to be pushing yourself. Um, but this is where CrossFit can get a very, very ugly name in the yeah. sense of, hey, we're, we're moving weight and we're moving really, really hard, really, really fast. Um, this is where they'll tell you in the open and during the uh, videos, like, hey, I don't care how you do a overhead squat as long as you hit the points of performance. And the points of performance for an overhead squat is the barbells over your head yeah. and you squat all the way down below parallel and you stand it up. That doesn't mean you can't have bent arms right. or it doesn't mean you can come up on your toes you can come up on like your that. toes yeah. right so form can get real ugly so for you kelly and all those first year people coming out to do this yes we want you to push yourself but we also want you to be cautious that you're going to move in a there's a possibility of moving in a bad direction and uh our coaches and our, our staff and our judges will make sure that you know hey you might want to sit back a little bit on that that squat right keep it also in a coaching level as well. And for those that have gone through the on-ramp, of course, we're talking that kind of pyramid. Techniques, number one, consistency, and then the intensity. If if you feel like you are not in control of your body, stop, take a rest, because you control the workout. Don't let the workout control you. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I would also sit there and say, Kelly, uh, and, and all the first-year people doing the Open, um, you're going to – you're going to experience something that you haven't experienced before. It's pretty neat. I, don't, I mean, it's hard to put into words. Right. Um, but like today, we we redid uh, Open Wad 17.1, which is the dumbbell snatch and the burpee box jump over. And there was people in my 7 a.m. class that uh, finished the Wad this year that did not finish it last year. So cool thing about the experience that you're going to have for the first time is now you get some benchmarks. Mm -hmm. And now you get to know... When next year rolls around and we redo some of these wads, you're going to sit there and be like, man, I can't believe I only used a 20-pound dumbbell, and this year I'm either redoing it with a 20-pound dumbbell and getting a better score, yeah. or screw that 20-pound dumbbell. I'm going to the RX weight of Hell 35 yeah. pounds. That's so cool. it's you definitely get to, to see the growth out of it. Oh, for sure, 100%. Um. Uh, Kyle Millinger's question. Is yeah, well, I think we should answer some of these silly ones at the end. Yeah. Uh, just kind of joking. And, uh, I'm still confused. I have bigger arms and a bigger chest than you. So, so why, is, why is no one asking yeah, me let's, about let's add, gonna, So Kyle's question is. Look at this. Does, Look at my chest right now. flexing on me right now. His pecs are dancing. Oh, um, Kyle asks, does Cameron hit a bench and curl session before every video or is he just always that swole? Um, no, the secret is I just I bought really small t-shirts and I just look really big. <laughs> Joel and I were so confused when we saw this one. Joel's like, I have bigger biceps than Cameron. Whoa, no, he I, like, I know I Joel did not say. bigger biceps and bigger chest than both of you. This is I wish, ridiculous. I wish Joel was here to see this right now. Flexing on it right now. <laughs> uh, Meredith, little Meredith says, what about tips for judging and how to help the athlete you are judging so they're best? So, first off, tips for judging. Go take the judges' course. Go take the judges' course. I Absolutely. get it. CrossFit's just trying to get a couple more dollars. Yeah. But, yeah. It's a great way to understand if you understand the movements. If and it, you can see the points you perform. Absolutely. And it's um, important, too, out of the competition season as well. I mean, it, you, I learn something new every time I yeah, watch that. Yeah, absolutely. Stuff, so um, it's very important. 
I think I think doing the judges course is important. You do not have to do that to be a judge. Let me rephrase that and let me say that again. Yes. You do not have to do that to be a judge. So this year we're needing a lot of judges. Um yeah, you, I, I would do the judges course if you have time. It takes about two to three hours. You can do it on a weekend. You don't have to do it all at once. Um, for judging, I will also tell you, just judge. Mm-hmm. If you start getting into the, uh, you can do it, let's do this, Not let's do that, yep. you're going to miss a rep. You're going to miss a point of performance. <clears throat> just judge. Count the reps. Uh, make sure that they understand the rep scheme, the movement, where they're going. Yeah. Um, and and just be sounds really weird, but be professional about it. Like, no, I I agree. That's a, I was just gonna say that. Treat it like it's a job. You yeah. know, I, I always uh, you know go to, you know the local competitions you go to. You see the judges; they're taking any. They got a hand in the air. They're counting down. that stuff. It goes a long way. Count for your athlete too, if you can. Like because I, I lose track a lot, and sometimes I look over like what number was that? I totally forgot. Yeah, um, I can tell you. For me, in the past, it's always like, hey, Cameron, are you judging me today? Okay, great, great. I'm gonna need one, yeah, two, three, count it out for four. Me. Uh, and I would say that stand by your decision too. Like you're the oh, judge, yeah. you're in control. Yep. If you say no rep, it's no rep. Yep. Um, and don't give a rep because and you. Yeah. Hey Cameron, <laughs> I know we're buddies, and I really want you to do good. I'm gonna count that and get lower. You did not get that toe to bar. Exactly. Yeah. Right. And you're not you're not being a dick to Cameron or anybody else. And if if that's how people take it, send them my way. I'll deal with yep. those people. And if you're um, looking uh, to make a little extra money, I'll slide you twenty bucks if you judge me and turn a blind eye to some of my no reps. Uh, yeah, you know, you're. I I treat CrossFit like I treat, uh, or how people talk about golf, right? Yeah. Uh, there's an etiquette behind there. There's a, you know, you, you're going to judge yourself. You're going to monitor yourself if you're not doing the reps or the movement correctly. You need to be able to sit there and say, "I did not do that correctly," or you need to have a support group or a group around you to sit there and come up and say. Dude, what was that air squat? Yeah. Well, if you're not willing to tell me and, and I think it's good, then I can't always see my movement, so let me know, right? Right. So I'd rather somebody tell me it's wrong than sit there behind me and tell me, oh, my God, did you see Ryan's burpee? <laughs> yeah, I'm listening. I'm, I'm talking about you, Travis. <laughs> Adam. Leo. Oh, that's funny. Scott. Todd. Ian. <laughs> the list goes on and on. Adajan. <laughs> Holly. Keep I naming names, throw them all to there. <laughs> I'm trying to keep this a fun filled episode, so mm. now I'm just gonna call out random. Call them out. Um, so no, I think that's a good. I think that's good points for judging too. I mean, because um, judging is a it's a hard part of what we do during the open as well. It's I mean it's all about the workouts, but the judging that's a hard job. It's stressful. It's a lot of counting, a lot of counting. Yeah. Um, all right, so that's Meredith's question. Do, do, is there anything else you want to cover on the judging aspect of it? No, no. On? I think doing the judges course, trying to be professional and. Uh, and just make sure your athlete knows exactly yeah. what they're doing. There's there's been years that people are like, oh, I thought we were doing, I thought it was push-ups next, and not yeah, know the workout, not squats, right? Like, oh my goodness. <laughs> so just make sure they know what they're doing. All right. So next one is uh, Caitlin. She asks if a workout is announced and you are capable of doing the movements RX, but it may take you longer than the workout should. Should we do the scaled version instead? This is a fantastic question. And then Ryan, you jumped on there, so we, we are going to discuss this quite a bit. You love this question. Do RX. Do it. I don't do, know what else to say. Do, do RX, RX, man. If you can do RX and CrossFit gives you a time cap and it's yeah. 20 minutes and you only get through half of the workout right. at the RX weight, do RX, do RX, do RX. Do RX. 
Um, I will add a caveat to that, though, because I'm always the, uh, the what is devil's advocate, I guess. Um, if the workout, for example, that muscle-up, wall ball, and double-under workout we did, right? You're right. I know what you're going to say. Yeah, you know what? That's so it's a bad. 14, I think a 13-minute, 14-minute time cap. Yeah. If you don't have muscle-ups, but you're one of those people that are, like, close, like, oh, I'm right there. I just need a few more, like, sessions. And I don't – I just – as a coach, I know Ryan probably feels the same way here. I hope he does. I'm winking at him. I don't want you and we don't want you to get up there and flail around on the rings for 14 minutes and wreck your shoulders, burn out your grip. That, yes. That's a huge – I'm on I'm on. Okay, good. So, We're on the same page. I know. I got excited. I'm like, all right, all right. Yeah, all no, right. If, if, you got, if it's muscle-ups is the first movement right. and you got one on a – Day that was a cool 72 degrees, yeah, the no sun stress. hit you just at the right <laughs> moment, and the rainbows came out, and you found a pot of gold at the end of it. <laughs> that doesn't justify that you should do RX. Right. Yeah. I've you should do RX <laughs> if you have the majority of the movements, Correct. right? If it's a weight thing, and you're like, Ryan, I know I can do single power cleans and I'm talking about girl weight right now because Caitlin's the one who asked the question Mm -hmm. and the power clean weight is I'm going to make up a number 115 pounds and Caitlin's like I know I can do it it's just going to take me a little bit longer I'm not going to cycle through this it's going to be one drop rest 30 seconds Caitlin do that Mm -hmm. okay I'm telling you you're going to feel more accomplished to do an RX wad if you have it in the bag right yeah Um, I agree with that Scaled is great. I don't know. I, I don't knock scaled. When I first uh, started CrossFit and the first open I did, which was 2011, I don't think they started scaled until 2015. I think it might have been a little earlier, but yeah, what's well, a recent addition? Yeah, yeah. No, I think it was 15. Yeah. And I think scaled is great. It allows more people to do the open. Absolutely, um, yeah. But if if you're if you're sitting there saying, I know I got toes to bar and uh, box jumps, right? Mm-hmm. And then the other workout is knees to elbow and push-ups. Or I'm just making it up. Right. Do do the one that's going to challenge you a little bit. Oh yeah. yeah. Right. Don't sit there and say I'm going to do scale because I really want to go. You know, I want the top score. I want to see you push yourself a mm-hmm. little bit in the open. Um, yeah, and I think that also it's important to remember too that sometimes going right to scale for that that athlete that's kind of on the fence that can. The, the contraction volume of movements that you're going to be doing, it could it could set you up for some sincere soreness or injury possibly, just over overuse injury. So kind of weigh that. And if you have any doubts about what to do or if you have any questions, let one of the, the coaches know and we'll get you sorted out. Because RX, one rep, will beat the top score in the world for scale. That's another thing to remember too, right? Like yes, that's, that's how RX, one scores. rep, beats the top scale score. Yeah, so keep that in mind as well if you're looking at that leaderboard and trying to get up there. So Yeah, so and you know – Talking about strategy right there, I, I'm i excited to help people strategize this yeah, year. Yeah, that's a fun One part of my, it. My big things I'm excited for for the Open. So if you have questions, shoot me a text, send me an email, mm-hmm. Facebook, smoke signal. <laughs> He's got a pager mail, too. He's got a pager on him right telegram. now. Telegram. <laughs> hey, I got a pager. Oh, got a 911. I got to go. go. I got to get out of here. <laughs> so what is the other one? Uh, what was the I love you? Do you remember that code? For pagers? Oh, no. I Dude, I, I'm a One little bit young for pagers, I think. I missed that boat. God. <laughs> Five years. Uh, so what do we got next? Um, I'm looking at Kimmy's. Kimmy's, yes. How do you turn your swag on before an open walk? Well, first off, Kimmy. What the I hell is swag? swag. <laughs> <laughs> I 
That's right. You do always have swag. <laughs> Wait, are we talking about swag? Like, here's a t-shirt. Yeah. For, like, how do you t- <laughs> how do you turn that on? Uh, that's a fantastic question. How do you um, turn yours on there, Cameron? Oh, here we go. You know what, man? I just put on my hip hop. Why are so you talking the, like that? Like, why are you trying to be like, cool? Like, I'm cool. I'm trying to get my swag cool. on. <laughs> I can tell you, out of the cool people in this room, you're not one of them. Well, listen, it's a yeah. You're right. I'm not cool. <laughs> I tried, man. I tried. No, look. So, my swag. All right. So we're talking the call of three, two, one, go. Um, that's man. That's tough because it's usually just I try to tune everything else out. I worry about the clock, and I worry about the work ahead of me. Um, beforehand, though, I do some like deep breathing stuff. I try to get in the zone. I'll listen to some uh, some kind of hip hop music to kind of bring me to that that point that I need to be, um, but it's all about managing your uh, adrenaline, I guess. Don't get too excited too early. Like you won't really catch me running around the gym yelling five minutes before the workout starts. I'm not that kind of guy. I try to stay nice and calm until I need to be performing. That's I. I don't know, man. I don't know what to say. Like, I'm not so, a. I think what Cameron's trying to say is he come, he becomes very focused. Yes. He becomes very dialed in. So if I'm a dick to you on the open workout day, I'm sorry, but that's just me. That's who I am. That's great. <laughs> um, I I appreciate Cameron's mentality. I appreciate Holly's mentality. Uh, Tony does it. Um, I, I've seen a lot of people do it. I see uh, Meredith. Uh, McKendrick do it. I've seen all these people. They come really focused, mm-hmm. and that's great. And I'll just give you my two cents. I tried and used to do that. I would throw my headphones in. I wouldn't yeah, talk to anybody. Not now I'm busy. And I realized that it was making me more stressed out. It mm-hmm. was making me more. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Yeah. Even when I would take my headphones out, and I was about to do a wad. And, and I'm talking back in the day because normally I'll do the wads now and it's just me and like a couple other people. Yeah. Um, but when I used to do it in front of a lot of people or even when I would do competitions, I would try to get so focused and just tune everything out. And for me, it, I just found out that it just didn't work, right? Right. So I created Loose Ryan. And Holly That's right. can tell you all about Loose Ryan. It's, I think it's funny. Um, but I become really silly, really stupid, really... Goofy. Uh, I actually just had a conversation with men. Um, there's a, always a serious side of Ryan, and then mm-hmm. there's a goofy side of Ryan. And I become really goofy. Um, I understand the workout, and yeah. people are all serious. And I'm like, "Hey, what are we doing? What's the wad? How long is it? Hey, yeah, and like, I'm not working out with you, man. Cameron's pants no. up, or I'll, you know, smack somebody in the butt. Um, I just become real loose and it, it just makes the workout yeah. even more fun and I'm just kind of going with it and I'll, you know, if there's certain music on, I'll kind of dance. Um, okay. You know, I can tell you when I was down in Miami, uh, there was a guy that came up to me and was like, hey, you know, I miss competing with you. You know, it, you always made it fun and that's just kind of what I like to do now. You know, you you make it fun, you you goof off and that's, that's how I got my swag on. Um, right. I actually found out that I had better workouts when I was loose, and yeah. I didn't have to repeat them. I definitely see the uh, the merit behind that because it does. I, I do. I've been so stressed oh, in yeah. years oh, past, no, man. No, no. And then after the workout, you're like, yeah. "Shit, I I was so focused, I forgot to enjoy the experience." Yeah, yeah, yeah it's tough. Very man. true. So, um, whatever you do to get focused, you know, um, for mm-hmm. me to get focused, I get unfocused. Okay, that's. Yeah. I know that sounds weird. Distract yourself with other things and, um, you know, it all kind of fall into place. 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely, right? And you know, you're. I can tell you, Kimmy, that what I did <laughs> not last year, the year before, um, I created a playlist, and I would listen to that playlist every Friday, like just in the car, mm-hmm. and it wasn't angry hip hop or it wasn't uh, angry heavy metal. It was like all the fun happy songs. Like, um, so one of the songs uh, was as wake I me up my before phone you go right wham. now. Let's see if I can find my music station. And I actually had it in playlist. It is called Happy Music. Okay. And the top song on that list is Best Day of My Life by American Authors. And it just, you know, I don't know if it even plays. Yeah, it'll play. Oh, yeah, this song. Swag. Swag level. (laughs) And I would just, I had my little playlist and it was just all happy songs. And it just, I listened to it in the morning when I was driving to coach the the 5 a.m., and it would just make me in a happy mood, and it just kind of went through the rest of the day. I like that. That's good. So, um, yeah, not to – sorry about that. I kind of – No, I was, it just reminded me of like I have a really short commute to work. It's like three minutes, and I find a three-minute song that I can like sing along to. Yeah. And it, just, it puts you in such a good mood. Just get a happy song. Just get I'm a happy song. Justin then, Timberlake? Yeah. So. <laughs> awesome. Um, so anything that keeps you – relaxed for me is, right, is the way right. to go. So yeah. Cameron's going to be focused and listen to like no, Disturbed. And I, I don't listen to Disturbed. It's usually like a really <sighs> underground hip hop. No, I don't. That's Joel. Joel Dude, listens to a lot of I'll that. tell you a quick story, everybody. Uh, we used to have a guy that came to us. Uh, he came from Vegas and he, you know, he was this quote unquote stud crossfitter and blah, blah, blah. Hot shot. Yeah. Trust <laughs> me, at the end of the day, he wasn't that great. But, um, <laughs> The one thing that always made me laugh is that I would always put on like happy, fun music yeah. when we would get together and work out, and all he always wanted was like this angry music, and it, he would put it on, and it's like, oh, and I'm going to go nuts and kill my dog. It's oh, so like, abrasive, man. Please turn this Yeah, shit. turn it off. So, stay loose. Stay loose, yeah. Um, Kevin Peterson asked a great question. Can we B-I-O-B? B-I-O-B. B-Y-O-B, and he's not talking about beer, he's talking barbell. For the open wads, his Rogue C70 bar gives him magical powers. Um, just to kind of talk about that C70 bar, what it is, it's a 35-pound male diameter bar. It's shortened. Now, this was made for competitions to keep everybody closer. Um, it's also made for you know garage gyms and that kind of thing. Um, I'm going to say yeah. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Bring your own bar. I know Crystal has her own bar that yep. stays at the gym. Um, just don't use it for overhead squats, Kevin, because that's a narrow grip. I don't think uh, – I bet Kevin I would one hundred percent use that. You would. You have the mobility. Um, <laughs> yeah, no. Use it. Bring it. Bring it's it. Your in. bar. Yep. Make sure that you mark it so we know it's yours, and you take it home. Or if you want to leave it at the gym and mark it, we can make sure that no one messes with it. Um, the one thing I'll say also, if Kevin allows you to borrow his C seventy bar, and you've never used a short bar before, mm-hmm. it's weird. It is. It is I'm very. So let you know that it's awkward. It's different. Um, it doesn't have the I, same whip to it. All yeah, that stuff. It's, just, it's just a different barbell. So yeah. if you're going to use it, make sure that you either warm up with it and he's cool with it or, yeah. you know, just FYI, it's a different type of barbell. So, but no, absolutely. Bring that shit. Use that shit. Whatever you need, homie. We're here to help. I can tell you that I bring in, um, depending on the wad. I know there's some at the gym still, but I'll bring in some of my plates from home Yeah, because they're dead, dead, dead plates. So for anything that's 95 pounds or less, 
I'll bring in 25s that are dead plates. So when you drop them, it just stops instead of if chasing you it around the greens, gym. They bounce back and forth. Yeah. If you use the high temps, they bounce left and right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's there's <clears throat> different tricks for everybody, um, and you know, bring it. Bring yeah, it. let's do it. Yep. So, um, now let's go over some of the silly ones. You want to talk about a couple of them? Yeah, let's read Leo's first. If a barbell falls, will anyone hear it? Yes. I think he meant and, if and nobody's around. I don't know. Well, that's not what he said. I know. And if an empty barbell falls and I hear it, oh, you're in deep trouble. Leo. Deep trouble. Deep, deep trouble. Anything above the knees. Are you halfway down the shin, man? It's it's uh, it's one of those things like nails on a chalkboard for a coach oh. to hear that. Oh no. Uh, what else we got here? Some silly ones here. Paul Santos, what's Cameron's favorite dad joke? Oh, All right, man. well, first off, you're not a dad. I'm not a dad. That's but right. Go ahead. What's your favorite joke? Um, man, I don't know, dude. That pressure is on now. I'm trying to think. Um, one that I really like is uh, this. So it's a, I don't know. My dad used to do it. My stepdad used to do this all the time. He'd say like, "Hey, um, we'd, we'd be checking out. Hey, sir, would you like your milk in the bag?" And he'd be like, "No, keep it in the carton. That's fine." <laughs> so stupid, right? <laughs> Here, I got a dad joke. For you. What do you got? This Give me. One I told my kids the other day. Yeah. I said, "Hey, what do you call a?" Tired woodsman. A tired woodsman. A slumberjack. Oh, man, I like that. There you go. That's good. Where does Karen get all her energy? I don't know. Meth. Meth? What? Cocaine? <laughs> Can we make that joke? Um, Too soon. I don't know. No, we probably can't. I don't can. know. Karen has so much damn energy. You should hear when I have to call her and be like, look, we need to do this. Okay, Brian. <laughs> okay, friend. I'm like, Karen. Can you, no, okay. <laughs> and then when Karen gets mad at me, she's like, okay, Brian. That's awesome. So, so much energy. That's good. I don't know. Yeah, no, I don't know where she gets good. it from. She, she definitely keeps us happy. She talks about coffee a lot. So she I talks think about coffee and that's, cats. That's the main one probably, right? Cats? Uh, coffee. <laughs> oh. uh, what's every coach's favorite shoe? Uh, I was asked this question this morning by my man, Amir, and I told him that it's any type of nano for a workout. Mm -hmm. And then Malena helped me find these new Nike shoes I'm wearing. I know, man. Those are pretty sick. My plantar fasciitis, and these are pretty comfortable. So nanos for working out. Yeah. Nikes for being a old man with bad foot. <laughs> I know. That's because um, I'm on the fence now, man. I used to be Metcon all the way, and then oh. Joel let me try his, uh, his new Nano 8s. Yeah. Dude, those are like house shoes. You slip them on, they're comfy. They got a really nice wide toe box, which is what I look for in shoes. The Nike Metcons, they're cramping my style and my feet right now. Dude, um, it, well, it I can tell you the Nike Metcons really messed up my feet when they first came out. So, Yeah. Uh, I know Melinda's probably like, no, no. I know, I might be but making I know, a switch. I know the Nike 2 Metcons, and then I think there's a 3 and the 4. Those have gotten better. Um, yeah. So I think it's all going to be on what you prefer. But for me, uh, everyday shoe is going to be a Nano or a, a Nike. Yeah. And then for me, just on the workout wise, just because I have really flat feet, is going to be the uh, the Nano. So. Okay. So yeah. Or they, the Noble. I like the Nobles too. Nobles are comfy, and I think Nikes look the best. But yeah, those Reeboks are comfy, man. You yeah. want to hear a dad joke about shoes? I got one for you. Sure. Okay. I bought some shoes from a drug dealer. Um, are you reading this? I one? am. I found it online. It's good. It's fair. No, 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 no. I got. No, they no, they no, want to no, know no, now. No, they want to do the joke. <laughs> Come on, it's too late. He doesn't have dad jokes. He's just reading the off of the freaking internet. Let me finish because you you're gonna leave people wanting more. Right. Um, stay tuned next week for the end of this joke. Now, I bought some shoes from a drug dealer. Okay. 
I don't know what they were laced with, man, but I was tripping all day. That's wholesome fun. Yeah. You can't say that joke to a kid. Yeah, you can. No way. Uh, what else? Anything else? I think that's. Travis had some some silly ones. My judge was yelling at me when I was getting water. <laughs> now we're done with you, Travis. I think uh, that might be it. Let me That's just it. do a quick scroll through. How um, many of the open registrant raffle videos had the re... No, Kevin, I'm not answering that. Yeah, it's never picked Travis. Never. Never picked Travis. We don't want to pick Travis. And if it did, I would reshoot it because I don't want him to win either. No one wants Travis to win. I'm trying to hold him down. <laughs> so... Um, but anyways, guys and gals, you know I hope I hope this was helpful. I hope uh, you know our goofiness is put push aside and you actually had some value. Mm. But uh, you know we always like to end the uh, the episode on something a little bit lighter, something a little bit easier. So, um, Cameron, I know that there's been a lot of macro counting and we're all on the nutrition yeah, challenge yeah. and blah blah blah. I have to ask you a question, my friend. Go right. I'm scared, man. Go right ahead. How many pizzas have you had in the past two weeks? Oh, shit. Um, one. One, like, yeah. slice? A whole pie. All right, so good. This pie. answers. Now, it actually, I get to ask my question. Yeah. What's your favorite pizza? Ooh, dude. Good question. Um, so I've been asked before, and I've changed my answer several times, but right now I'm in this big buffalo chicken kick. So buffalo I'll take a buffalo chicken pizza. pizza. Yeah, dude, it's so good. Why don't you just get buffalo wings? Because I don't like to bone. I don't like to eat around those bones. <laughs> I don't, don't like to bone. I don't like to uh, eat around the right. bones. Well, on that Shit. note. Oh, that's good. All right. Um, what about your favorite pizza? That's dude? easy, man. And what are you, Simple you know, Man pepperoni? Knows, if you don't know this about me, you should know this about me. My favorite pizza is a pepperoni mm. stuffed crust from oh, Pizza Hut. Dude. The problem is when I need that, and by need that, it's either like hungover, really hungover, yeah. or just, you know, I need a, a cheat meal. Right, right. They don't deliver to our neighborhood, and Rachel refuses to ever pick it up. <laughs> so I probably have not had stuffed crust pizza in like three years, and I blame it on Rachel. Like I mean, that's it's it. on her. She made she's me keeping move you. Where, from, she's where keeping you healthy. Today. I didn't want to move there, and she'll never pick me up. Either. Is that like a prerequisite? Like, hey, where are we gonna move? Do they deliver Pizza Hut there? Well, and she hates Pizza Hut, so it's like yeah, <laughs> it's like the perfect storm for me never to get my yeah Pizza Hut's crust garbage, man. So okay, but uh, you know that's enough of me griping. Love you. Love you, babe. <laughs> All right. Uh, coach's tip of the day? Um, everybody has a plan until they get punched in the face. Don't be afraid to adapt to your workout. Right? Wow. Why did you invest that? Hmm? That's an aggressive... Well, it's Mike Tyson. Mike, Mike Tyson. T. I told that to Kevin, actually. I, I was trying to help him strategize. I said, hey, man, this is the plan, but every, everybody has a plan until they get punched in the face. Be willing to adapt and modify yeah. on the fly. That's even better. Adapt and modify on the fly. I like that. There you go. That's it. What about you? What's your coaching tip of the week? My coach's tip of the week necessarily doesn't revolve in, or isn't about CrossFit. It's, okay. Uh, a leader is one who knows the way, goes the way, and shows the way. You gave me shit for looking at my phone. What I you... had this written down. <laughs> I wrote it. So a leader... Oh, okay, say it again. Sorry. See, why are you do that? I'm sorry, a leader man. is one who knows the way, goes the way, and shows the way. And I made want everybody at PR started to be some sort of a leader. So That's good. Like, That's good stuff, man. I like that. Know the way, go the way, show. Did you really write that? It's right here. Dude, that's impressive. Sorry. I like that. Put it on a shirt. Let's Put do it, it on a shirt. <laughs> All right, kiddos. All right, Have everybody. We'll see you next week. Have a good one.